Hi, good evening. Good evening. How are you today? I'm fine. Okay, so we're just going to start immediately because the recording starts just immediately you joined in. Yes. Okay, so you're welcome to Fruitfulness Journey. My name is Ibironke Taiwo Olowa. And um, this okay. is um, a podcast which um, we just started and basically just to encourage women and um, women and men who have been waiting for quite some time. Um, we also started it because um, when I say we, I mean I and EBA Content Davis. We also started it okay. so that, um, you know, we could also put them right, maybe one or two things that they have missed along the way that they might be able from um, what we say and what we do on this podcast, they might be able to just kind of like retrace their, their steps or do new things that they need to do to be able to have their own children. But ultimately, that is, that is our prayer even for this um, podcast. So you're welcome again. Thank you very much. We usually like um, starting um, our podcast um, with a prayer. So I'll just lead us in a prayer now to start. Okay, so Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we are grateful um, for this opportunity that you have given to us to lend our voice and to the direct steps. Father, Lord God, we do it from a heart, O God, from our own hearts, to couples all across the globe and everyone that would listen. We pray, Lord, that even as we are doing this, that, Lord, your power will go through the podcast and that as people listen, they will be blessed in the mighty name of Amen. Amen. Body in the name of Jesus. Amen. To be broken in the mighty name of Jesus. And Amen. There will be laughter and there will be joy yes. and there will be healing Amen. in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Okay, so um, I'll just start by asking you your name. Okay. Um, my name is Mrs. Hello, ma'am. Hello. Yes, my name is Mrs. Didi. Okay, all right. Mrs. Didi, pleased to meet you and you're welcome. Thank you very much. Okay, so can you tell us what you do? Okay, um, I'm a public servant. Okay. I am also in the procurement, yes. Okay. Do you live in Port Harcourt? Yes, I do. Okay, okay. All right. So you're welcome. Um, Thank you very much. No, um, one or two things. How long have you been married? Okay, um, I've been married for eight years. Great, okay. And so did you start having children immediately? No, we didn't. Okay. So how long did it take you to have children? I actually had my first set of kids as we turned five years. Okay. Yes. But um, was there any medical issue or what caused uh, the, the delay in childbearing or was that what you wanted? No, definitely not. Um, what happened was after like a year and six months after we got married, we discovered we didn't have any children at the time. So we decided to go and do the not usual test. So we tested. Initially, they were like, oh, nothing was wrong. They said a bit of low sperm count on my husband, but that there was that wasn't anything drugs couldn't like take care of. So we did all the initial tests, um, um, checking of ovulation for tubes and all that. And we're just taking supplements, just usual supplements, folic acid here and there, but Two years in, we still didn't have any child. Yeah. Okay. All right. So 
Um, can you just tell us how it was with your relations? Um, how did they see it? Did were they patient or did they ask you any question or did you get any support from them? Well, um, of course, you know, usually once you get married, everybody starts saying, ah, when are we going to carry the children and all of that? So, yes, that was there, but it wasn't like there was so much pressure, so to say. But of course, everybody was saying, ah, when will it happen? Why are you not getting pregnant? Why are you waiting? The usual questions from friends, from loved ones, you know, they were concerned. So they were asking and uh, nothing so serious, but deep within me, I knew I was worried also as a human being. I was like, okay, so why am I not having kids? What's the problem? So that was actually what was there. My grandma was always calling to say, oh, are you pregnant now? Once you fall sick, everybody will ask you. <laughs> you know how it is, yeah. Yes. Well, okay. So at what um, stage of um, your marriage um, did you not get pregnant? How did, uh, how did it just all happen? Did you do okay. anything? Yes, I yes. did. Like when we okay. saw that nothing was happening, I'd already, okay, before... Never we got married, I was already aware about IVF. You know, I'd researched okay. about it because I traveled and I, I, I researched basically. So when I saw that we're not getting pregnant 18 months in, I spoke to my husband about it. I was like, don't you think we should go this route? At least let us just check. You know, so but even when we went to the clinic that we visited then, they said, oh, you guys are still young. You have not actively tried for up to two years or so. They wanted us okay. to still wait. But I told them, I said, I don't see why we should wait. I think we should try and see. And my husband was also in support because I just had this feeling that waiting for too long may not necessarily also be a wise decision. So immediately we went, we did a lot of research. And then we didn't have so many clinics in Port Harcourt that were offering these services. So the few okay. clinics that were there were also very expensive. So we Googled, Googled. We didn't, I didn't know any other person that had done it personally. You know, so I just knew, okay, this was a, a medical intervention. And I felt, okay, it's not bad. Let me go and hear what it's about. So when we went to the hospital, they outlined everything for us, gave us a lot of books and um, stuffs, pamphlets to read. So we also went back, read about it online, watch YouTube videos and all of that. So when we saw that it was basically like a medical procedure, so to say, we went mm -hmm. back to them and um, said we wanted to try. And we got registered and then um, we tried. We tried and we actually got pregnant at the first take, which was surprising. Mm -hmm. And But then they said, oh, because I was still young, so my chances were higher. But unfortunately for us, um, some months into the pregnancy, we had some issues and we lost the child. Well, so what kind of lost the Can you elaborate? Um, well, what happened was, um, how do I explain all these medical complications? But we just had some sort of complications. You know, the baby was almost coming out as a stillbirth. You know, so we had to like, I had to go through... I was 26 weeks. Wow. Okay. That was like, yeah, that was 26 weeks. Yes, I remember vividly. So we, I had to deliver the baby. So they had to induce labor and I delivered mm -hmm. of the baby boy and then we buried him, you know. Wow. But, but that was in 2014. Yes, 2014. So that was mm -hmm. like immediately after we tried. So after then, since I'd already known about the IVF. So through that journey, I met other people that were also at that place. But basically, when I lost the child, I was in another place altogether because I had to like grieve, you know, how that yeah. goes again, you know. So yeah. it was really a bad place. So I started Most searching. Yes. I started searching for people who maybe could have gone through similar experiences as myself. I went online. I didn't have anybody to talk to because I didn't know any friend or family that was going through what I was going through. And you know how Nigeria is. A lot of people don't discuss such issues, you know, so yeah. it was a bit difficult, you know, so I had to start looking for people. So I went online 
and I saw a trend of people that were discussing such issues and I reached out to somebody and um, they said, oh, they had a group I could join. So I joined the group. But before then, we went back for another cycle of the IVF mm -hmm. because how it works was when I got pregnant the first time, I, you know, they, they collect your eggs from your body and the cement from your spouse. So they fertilize mm -hmm. the eggs. Yes. So they transferred two into my body and one of them fertilized, which was the baby I was carrying. Now, okay. I had some other follicles now that were that were growing, so they had to freeze them. That's is a mm -hmm. procedure. Yeah, they freeze the eggs so you could use them again if you want more children. So I had those okay. um, eggs that were frozen at that time. So I went back. I lost the baby in September. I went back in December to do like a frozen circle. And I did it. Mm -hmm. They taught the eggs and they put back another two. But unfortunately, it didn't take you know, mm -hmm. and then the journey started again. So from when mm -hmm. I lost that child, it took me close to another two years to achieve a pregnancy again. And mm -hmm. I was actively trying, not like I was not trying, as in I was doing the procedure back to back. You know, but, but mm -hmm. what I discovered was there were some issues I now later had after having that child you know, that affected, I couldn't, I was having like waist pain and some other things. So I had to like, I just started going around, flushing my body, just doing everything I could do, taking supplements, you know, to see that I achieved it because I really did. Yes. So I, I know as I, when I was trying to do the IVF, you know, mm -hmm. some people don't really encourage it because of maybe religion and all of that. I know some people are like, Oh no, don't do it. It's a sin. You have to mm -hmm. wait. And, but I just felt, I didn't, maybe because I'd gone through it the first time, I didn't see why I shouldn't because I knew it was purely medical. They weren't putting anything that didn't belong to me. They were using mm -hmm. my own egg. They were just assisting me, as it's called, assisted reproduction. So I tried to educate one or two people then. And that period, I met a friend, or rather I was introduced to someone who had been waiting for eight years as, as a den. You know, mm -hmm. she knew about IVF, but she didn't want to do it because she felt, or maybe one or two people had told her it's a sin and all of that. So mm -hmm. when I talked and talked and talked to her, she listened and I took her to the same place where I'd done my, and fortunately mm -hmm. for her, she took in immediately also. And mm -hmm. she had a set up. She had a boy then. And mm -hmm. after that, she went back and she had another set of twins. So I just understood, like, when she had that first child, what she kept telling me was she wished someone had elaborated and, like, really talked to her to go do it earlier because she felt she had wasted so many years just sitting down, mm -hmm. not really doing anything, yes. So I kept trying and trying, and then eventually in 2016, I got pregnant. But this mm -hmm. time... I left the other clinic I was using. I had to change doctors. So I used a different place and I got pregnant and I had a set of twins. Wow, congratulations. Yes. How Thank old are they? They are going on four years. Awesome. But last yeah. year, I had another set of twins. Wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> so I have normal or you had to go through IVF again. I did I good. I went through IVF because when I had the first set, I wanted I didn't want any more children because I was already very happy, like God had done it. And truly IVF is not purely science. I, I see a lot of God in it. And that's what I tell people. The doctors will do all they can do because there's a limit to what they can also do. You know, it, it takes a lot mm -hmm. of prayers, it takes a lot of believing in God, it takes a lot of faith to achieve pregnancy mm -hmm. because I've seen, I know initially after the first one I lost, there were times mm -hmm. when they go through the entire process. They, we did everything right. The eggs were mm -hmm. of good grade. The follicles were the best. Oh, hey, hey, oh no, this is really good. Oh no, don't, don't do this. And everything seemed perfect, but we still couldn't achieve a pregnancy. So then when mm -hmm. you go back to the doctors, they'll tell you they did all they knew how to do. 
you know, and they even tell you, let's pray, let's they, trust they, God. They can't explain why it feels. Yes, especially when it gets to the point where they've inserted your eggs back into your body. So when, when they put the eggs back into you, it's your body. Yeah. Your body now takes over. It's okay. for your body to either accept it and allow it grow, like normal conception, you know, the, the eggs needs to go back yeah. into your uterus and then it will now lash onto your uterus and then grow. At that stage, there's no science to help you. It's just God, yeah. you know. So, so at that stage, most times, that's what we call the two weeks wait. When they've done everything, they've put the follicles back in, you wait for two weeks before you do a pregnancy test. And I always got to that mm. point where they put them back and I wait for two weeks and then nothing. Then sometimes you just start bleeding, it's over, you know. And yeah. sometimes, um, like the one I had the babies, the first one, they put it back in, mm. I bled. I was like, oh my God, it's over. But on the f um, after the two weeks wait, I did the pregnancy test and it was positive. And after mm. the positive test, I started bleeding again and I was we panicked and all of that it's a roller coaster it's it's a very it's a journey where you really need to be you really need a lot of faith a lot of prayers because at that stage you're like god please god please i just want to carry my babies you know and after i started bleeding we went back the doctors were like you just have to wait we just have to pray these days you know and then somehow they just started growing and growing and today they are here with me and they're fine. Wow. Okay. I would like to say congratulations again. Very much. Uh, that, that means you have four kids now. Yes. Yes, I do. What's their sex? I have two boys and two girls. Awesome. Okay. So the first were boys or girls? No, the first was a boy and a girl. The second was a boy and a girl. Did you choose the sex or that's just how they came? God just did that part. I didn't choose. <laughs> I'm serious. Yes. Wow, it's so perfect. <laughs> but, but, but is there a possibility of choosing the sex during IVF? Um, yes, some people say yes, but um, to be honest, like with most of the, the clinics, I know I don't think there's a clinic in Portaco that does that. Okay, I don't think for so for now. Okay. Yes, it's, okay. it's usually more expensive. And sometimes even when they tell you they're choosing the sex, it's usually a gamble. But wow. I hear some countries do it, maybe some countries abroad. But it takes on because they need to, I don't know. But like what I tell people is, I really, mm -hmm. yes, they have to now start selecting the X and Y chromosomes. And you understand that? So it's, yes. but what? Yeah, what I noticed is, I noticed most people that go through IVF somehow have boys. I don't know how that is done. But like I do, like I said, like most hospitals, I approached one or two hospitals here in Portacourt when somebody was saying she wanted to do sex selection and they will tell you, oh, it's a 50-50 chance. That's because they can't be 100% certain of the sex. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I really, I don't know much about that being done here in Portacourt or in Nigeria. Okay, great. Um, I really want to just um, I don't know, um, commend your the steps that you took and you took so quickly. You know, yes, you just want what you wanted and you you didn't you didn't wait, not even withstanding that um, there was nobody around you that was doing it. You just felt yeah. that okay, this is what you want to do. I really want to commend that, and I think um, you acted quickly and you also acted in wisdom okay thank you um that said, can you just um because you mentioned that there were some clinics you went to and yes. all of that i believe that um, some people might not know what okay. steps to take okay. like um, clinics to visit okay so okay. i'm sure okay you already have four kids of your own now so yes. i believe that you have that much experience to be able to say, okay, this is the clinic you should go to if you're in this area. Like if you're in Portacot, this is where you should go. If you're in Lagos, this is where you should go and all of that. 
and maybe doctors. So it would be good if you could just give us like um, places where people can actually visit and then okay. have, have, yes. Okay. Um, first of all, I would say um, if you've been waiting, I'm sure whoever has been waiting, you do some basic tests. But what I, what I tell people, sometimes you would still go for this test and they'll tell you um, there's nothing wrong with you. Which, which was what I got, you know. But what I like to encourage people to do is once you've waited two years and it's not happening, it doesn't mean that you're not, um, you don't believe. You can still go and just check because even with IVF, as you get older, your chances also decline. That's just what I want to mention. As you, the older you get, your chances of um, achieving a successful pregnancy goes down. And even as a woman, once you cross a certain age, the kind of eggs you produce, the quality also declines, you know, so mm. it becomes a problem. So if you wait for too long, there are chances that when you're ready and you go to the doctors, they might tell you, oh, no, we can't use your eggs. Your eggs are not good. They're not viable, you know, and then you now have a problem of either going to use either maybe donor eggs or something. So I always tell mm. people, start just start, just make hay Why, you know, just start. Don't wait to be five or 10 years or eight years. No, just once you notice there's a problem, I'm sure deep inside you, something will tell you, oh no, this thing is not happening. Let's seek medical advice. So don't wait for too long. That's what I wanted to just say. And then in Port Harcourt, if you're in Port Harcourt, I initially started with the Bridge Clinic down Ever mm -hmm. Road. Down Ever Road. That's where I achieved the first um, mm -hmm. pregnancy. Sorry, you said? Okay. I know Bridge Clinic. Oh, okay. Okay. That was where I achieved the first pregnancy. But after then, I couldn't achieve any other successful pregnancy with them. I really don't know why. Then I mm -hmm. left them and I moved to the Care, um, care Women, um, care women um, Clinic, Dr. Congo. They are on Odili Road. But when I went to Dr. Okongo, he, he kind of did something different. You know, I, I, you know, usually when they transfer the follicles, I start having this muscle pull on my leg. You know, it just keeps pulling. Mm. Like, you know, when you have muscle pull, it pulls from my waist down. I noticed that and I kept complaining to the bridge clinic. But at that point, they were saying there was really nothing they could do. So, but when I went to oh. care, what he did was he gave me muscle relaxants to just take, to just is that pulling I was getting so my, my womb doesn't contrast you know so I don't know if that was what helped but yes that was what I did and aside the other um, drugs they give you so with, I used them the care um, the um, care women on Odili Road. I know there are also other hospitals like Gynoscope I've never visited them and I, I didn't use them but I know people use them and I know people get results. So they could um, Google all of these hospitals. Maybe like what I also say to people is, if you can, don't just jump at the first one you see. Do your own research. Go online. Just Google the hospital. Then also you can visit the hospitals. Just go there and say you want to talk to them. You want to have a chat with the doctor. You know, when you have a chat, I tell people, Make sure you use a clinic where you have a connection. It's very important because IVF mm -hmm. is a roller coaster. You go through a lot of things and you want to do all that with a place you're comfortable with. And you want to mm -hmm. go through IVF in a hospital that is professional. Why am I mm -hmm. saying this? I don't know of any other hospital, but people have complained that there are some hospitals that may or may not be doing some shady deals. So you want to use hospitals that you are sure are very ethical. They are going to be very straightforward with you through the process. And we all need a little bit of handholding here and there because sometimes it could get really tough, especially if you happen to have a failed cycle. You could be so heartbroken. You could be so, you know, discouraged and all of that. So you want to also choose your hospital carefully. That being said, the chances of there's no 100% guarantee that any of these hospitals will, no, none of these hospitals can guarantee 100% success rate. You know, so it, it still has to do with your follicles. It still has to do with a lot of things. And also you need to try and listen to what the doctors say. 
try and follow all the steps they give to you while you're going through your procedure. Then for Lagos, okay. I know Lagos has a lot of um, IVF centers. I, I, I can't really, I didn't use any of them, but I know there's bridge in Lagos too. I know there are lots of mm -hmm. them. These days you could just Google IVF centers in Lagos, you know? So, and then when you do that, they will pop up. I know they have IVF centers in Abuja, but I know Abuja is more expensive, you know? Then I know they have in Benin. I don't have the names from at the top of my head, but I know they have in Benin because I have a friend who I encouraged after nine years and she was able to use a hospital in Benin and she has a, a, a son that is going on two years now. There are a lot of hospitals in Lagos, Abuja, Benin, like I said. Port Harcourt, we have, I'm sure in Port Harcourt, we have up to six or seven of them. There are lots of them. So you could also Google that. Then, um, what else did I want to say? I wanted to say, like, for me, what I do, what I do during my circles, I don't know if this helps in any way, but this is just something I do. I try to relax. Like, and they will tell you, they'll say, try and relax. Don't be tensed. Try. So during my two weeks wait, I try to just have, I don't, I try not to walk within the two weeks wait. I just, they tell you it doesn't matter. But for me, I prefer to just stay home during the two weeks okay. wait. I wait at home. I take it easy with with um, house chores. So if, if, for instance, your wife is going through the circle, it's nothing, but yes, she just needs an extra hand. You could just get somebody to help around the house so she's not overstressed. You know, then I say watch a lot of comedies, laugh a lot. You know, then I usually mm. go for a massage like a day before the transfer. I do just a hot okay. stone massage. It just... It's nothing. It just relieves you of stress, Relax. sort of. It relaxes your body and helps with um, blood circulation. So I do that. I did that for the last two that succeeded. And I think it really helps. Then, so I think you can also do that. Whoever is going for a cycle can do that. Then I would also say that during IVF, it's, it's, the devil has a way of just coming in. You could just start mm. quarreling, like you and your spouse. You could just be... Pro problem one problem after the other so what i always say mm. is just try and be in unison pray together like what i used to do with my husband is because the, 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 the wife will be taking a lot of injections you have to inject yourself daily you know for like mm. 21 years it's, it's like i said it's a roller coaster it's not easy but it's not something mm -hmm. we cannot do you know so you need the spouse will need a lot of support from her husband like when it's time for the injections, usually some days I just start crying. You know, and my husband will be mm. like, oh no, because yeah, I, I don't like needles. You know, but I had to inject myself like that for over six circles. I did a total of about six to seven circles, you know, IVF mm. circles. So what I say is you need a lot of um, support. You have to inject yourself every day for those 21 days for down regulation. Mm. Then when you need to start stimulating the follicles, you still need to inject yourself on your tummy or on the upper side of your thigh. Yes. So um, Okay, yeah, to do that at the clinic. They teach you to do that at the clinic or you you do it yourself. The, when you when before you start your circle your circle, when you go to the clinic, when they'll give you a date to start. Now before you start, mm -hmm. they'll do like a demo. They'll show you, they can give you the first one. Give it the first shot. Just show you how to do it. Then you 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 are expected to continue from there. At home every day. Did you get that? Hello. So so you are expected to inject yourself every day with those after they've taught you how to do it initially. So you do that, okay. then they'll give you times and dates that you come in for like scans to be sure you are responding correctly to the medication. So okay. most people have a problem with injecting themselves. You know, so some people, yeah. I know some people that get maybe a nurse around to come and inject them. But it's me, for me, I had to do it myself because I felt it's a private journey, you know. So I, I used to inject, I inject myself every day. It's not so difficult, you know, if I can do it, I think 
virtually everybody can do it because I used to be really scared of needles. But the needle is just a very tiny needle. It's not the usual long syringe that they used to give you injection. It's very small. So you can actually do it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, in the beginning, you mentioned that you were taking um, lots of supplements. Yeah. Could you tell us more about that? Okay. Now, with the supplements, it's tricky. Why I'm saying it's tricky because I'm not a doctor, so I don't want to um, give medication that somebody might take and it might work differently for the person. And then again, you know, the person's problems might be different from mine. You know, your okay. diagnosis might be different. But basically, um, you can the simple ones is like this fertile aid. You can take fertile aid. You know, you can. I, I used to take royal jelly. Now I'm saying before you take any of these drugs, it's good to understand what you're taking them for. You know, since I'm not a doctor and I can't recommend or prescribe drugs, but I used to take royal jelly. It's a supplement and it, used to, it helps with, um, um, with you achieving, like um, having mature um, follicles. So it helps with that. You know, so I used to take that before my cycle. Then folic acid, I think every woman is supposed to take folic acid. You can take folic acid. It's, I don't think it's harmful. Then um, this um, pregnant care. Okay. Pregnant care for women. Yes, okay. I took that also. Yes. Okay. Okay. So, um, what advice would you have for um, listeners that uh, maybe have stayed uh, much longer, um, like fifteen to let's say even twenty years? Yeah. Uh, yes, because I believe that we would have such people listening as well. So, what advice do you have for them? What I would say to everybody is stop waiting. Just just go and seek help. You know, you've waited already for this long. I'm not saying it's okay. God answers prayer. God, there are miracles that still happen. But it's good not to be blind, blindsided. You know, it's good to check if something can be done medically. And I want to say that even when you take the medical route, you still need God's hand in it. It's still God. Yeah. It's still God doing it. So don't think you're sinning against God because after I had my kids, I've been opportune to meet a lot of people who have waited way longer than I have, you know, and I've been able to encourage a lot of people. You know, they look at me, oh, you're still so young. I said, yes, but if all I can do is just speak to people, tell them, just go, don't wait. Because I could have still been waiting now. You know, I could mm. have still been waiting, but maybe I didn't wait because I decided and I, I had a conviction in my spirit. And also I knew about IVF. Some people didn't know about IVF earlier on, but I want to say you're hearing about mm. it now. It's not too late. Just go to your doctors, listen to them, hear what your, your options are. If you're younger, if you've waited four or five years, come, just go to the clinic. Some people may not need to do IVF. Some people might just need to do one or two minor and procedures and still get pregnant but i would like to say if you've waited for 10 years please please seek medical help you know see what can be done if your doctor say recommends ivf please have an open mind pray about it and please proceed with the journey it's mm -hmm. a journey that will put smiles on your faces your children are your children they are 100 percent healthy you know that's the fear some people have the children are healthy. There's nothing wrong with them. I have four children and I gave birth to four of them through IVF. They are really smart. My daughter is in school. She does very well. If you look mm -hmm. at her, there's no way you can tell I had her through IVF if I don't tell you. So it's not mm -hmm. a matter of, oh, because some people will say, oh, IVF children look different. It's not true. Mm -hmm. Those are just stories. It's not true. They don't grow up to have any issues. It's not true. They are fine. Mm. They are like every other child you see out there. They cry the same. Mm. Your pregnancy is normal. Some people ask me, is IVF pregnancy different from normal? I said, no. Once you achieve mm. pregnancy, you go through the usual antenatal. You, you can go to any other clinic. You can even go to BMH if you're in River State. You can go to any government clinic. You can go anywhere. You don't have your business with the IVF center stops at about 12 weeks. 
once they are sure your child is your 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 child is growing properly, you know, wow. they let you go. They release you to the to 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 go and use whichever doctor you choose. So it's not mm-hmm. like there's any hanky. Yes, there's no hanky panky games. Once you achieve pregnancy, you go in for your first scan. At the first scan, they just want to be sure you're not having an Ethiopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. You know, if the baby is growing in your uterus and your baby is growing well. You come back again for another scan. They check your heart, the baby's heartbeats. If the heartbeat is okay, the baby is growing well, they advise you to start your antenental at your own preferred clinic. So I never mm-hmm. the, the, the IVF centers do not even have the capacity to do um antenental. So it's not like mm-hmm. um baby factory that they'll be telling you you must come back here. No. You can go back to any hospital. Like I use, we use our um, office clinics for the for the antenatal. So you can go back to any hospital of your choice, any clinic that go that delivers women. You can go there, do your scan. You do everything. I gave birth to the first kids abroad. So to tell you, everything can be done the way every normal pregnancy. Your babies hit all their milestones. There is nothing mm. different with an IVF pregnancy. The only difference is that is you actually conceived using IVF. Once you conceive, every other thing is the same. Mm. Every other thing is the same. So what I would say is, please, there is no, there is no, how would I put it? There is no hanky-panky game. You're just, they're just helping you conceive. Once you conceive, you can have your baby wherever you want to have your baby, you know. And don't wait. It's, it, I, I see it as, as something God, God has. God gave these doctors the knowledge. God gave them the, the knowledge to help. You know, God gives them the knowledge to help. And you even getting pregnant is God. You even carrying the pregnancy till term is God. You even, you know, every other thing is just God's hand. You know, there's 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 so much the doctors can do. So please stop mm-hmm. waiting. Just go and seek help. Please go and mm-hmm. seek help. It, it, it's not fun to have children when you're you're too old because you know, then carrying a pregnancy when you're too old could also have health complications for you. You know, this is not about IVF. This is just about, you know, normal. And then people still carry at 45, at 50. People are still having successful circles. So what I would advise you is, please go and see what the problem is. The problem might be something that is very small and they can actually just, you might just go and get pregnant as your first trial. But I know most times some people who have heard about IVF Damage some people. The problem is the funds, you know, because maybe it's expensive. Yes, had a multiple circles, so yes. that means that circle you were paying the same thing in bridge. Um, after the second circle, they gave a discount, but it was still high, you know. But okay, so surprisingly, now do you know? Okay. For bridge, I don't know how much they charge at the moment. But the clinic mm-hmm. care women, the first cycle I did with them that resulted in my twin babies, I paid six hundred and fifty thousand for everything. Okay. That was what I paid. But now I know mm-hmm. it's within the range of eight fifty to one point two, depending on what they need to do for you. For care women. Okay. I know it's okay. between 850 and then if you're a returning um like so when I went back for the second one I was a returning mm-hmm. client so I had a discount you know I mm-hmm. think 50,000 discount or so but now before you start they will need to do some tests on you you have to do HIV tests they need to just check that you don't have any of these infections then they will need to check mm-hmm. as a woman your egg reserve and all of those things depending on your age range just to be mm. sure um, the best treatments they need to carry out for you. So they'll do all of that. For the, for the men, they'll check their, they'll do a semen analysis to be sure that mm. everything is okay, yes. So they'll do all of that. So you pay for that test differently. I think it was Separate. about 120. Yes, it was about 120 for the test, 120,000. Okay. Then the, this um, second time, the circle, I paid 800 because I was the returning client. But usually, I think it's from 850 to 1.2 million. So usually, that's the problem a lot of people have. And some people are coming around to help people, like, gather money to help to achieve this. 
you know. So that's the only thing with IVF because it's, it's expensive, but it's mm. doable. It's doable. Mm. You know, I know people who save up, who say, okay, I want to have an IVF next year. So they make all their inquiries and then they save up for it. So it's doable, mm. yes. Okay, so this amount, is there, do they have a payment plan for people that come in? Or they expect you to pay or everything all at once? Um, I'm not sure of payment plans, but I know that some hospitals might give you a payment plan. But however the payment plan is, you have to pay up 100% before they transfer back into you. Okay. okay. So, and this takes about, let's say, one month. If you start doing down regulation, two to three weeks, you now do stimulation for another... Um, seven to 14 days before they, they retrieve the eggs and then they put them back in. So, but they need you to have paid completely before they carry out that part of it because you can, if they, if they transfer your, your eggs back and you achieve pregnancy, there are chances that people would also run away, you know, mm -hmm. and not come and pay the balance. Yes. So most times they expect that you have to pay all of this before that is done. Okay. Which is wise. Okay. Yes. Um, all right. Oh, I had a question now. I, I didn't even, I didn't put it down, so I didn't remember. Okay. Well, I was going to say that um, um, for all the times that you've, um, that you did all those tests and what kept you going? Because, you know, it's <sighs> like you were just so... Um, Adamant. <laughs> and, yes. And um, I don't know what just kept you going what I wanted was to have my babies okay i wanted to carry my babies i wanted to i just felt i just wanted to have babies i was like i really wanted it and you know what was worst for me was i had carried a pregnancy up to 26 27 weeks before mm -hmm. i delivered and i lost the child so i already had a baby room set up in my mm -hmm. home so it was torture anytime I had to like pass through that door. Mm. So there was this huge void in me that needed to just, I, I, I just felt, I don't know, I just felt, I said, God, you, you said I'm going to be fruitful and I'm going to multiply. You know, sometimes I would stop you doing IVF for six months and we'll say, okay, let's try. And because it was so tense, was so worried, it was just, it was not happening. And I kept praying. I kept believing God. I, I had to go to my church then for them. To, I had to tell my pastor, I said, look, I'm doing this. And it's not working. I, it's not working. You know, and my pastor prayed with me and he said, calm down. God is going to answer you. God has said you're going to carry your babies. And I went back. I did a second. It didn't work. But then I had this, um, there was this scripture. He said he would, he would, um, give us double for our trouble, you know? Mm. So I held on to that scripture and I kept saying, you will make everything beautiful for me, Lord. My marriage will be complete. My home will be complete. You're going to give me children. I am destined to have children and I'm going to have children. I don't know the means you want to give me this children, but I know deep down in me that you're going to give me this children. So we, we wrote down four names, you know, mm. four names of four children, two boys and two girls. This was the beginning of our marriage that we're going to name our children, you know, our native names and the English biblical names. So I kept looking at, I'll read out these names every day and I'll tell God, I said, you're not a man that you should lie. So you're going to, your word is going to come true in my life. So that was what kept me going because I, I knew I was going to achieve it. I knew deep inside of me that I was going to be a mother. And I just felt, you know, and okay, now let me say something. After the first mm -hmm. two years of trying, I went back to a clinic and they told me my egg, my follicles were declining. Basically, they were trying to tell me that if I don't achieve pregnancy within a period, I might not be able to use my own um, eggs because for some reason, you know, some people I start um, having menses earlier than others. For whatever yes. reason, it was just declining. You know, so they just saw that and they were like, ah, are you sure you can are you sure you're not going to, after now, you might have to use, um, what do you call this, Some donor eggs? Egg. Yes. Okay. And I said, God, no, this is not what I want. I want to use my own eggs. So I now told my husband, I'm not doing it again. 
if God is not going to give me a child, it's okay, I will just continue praising him. And I stopped. I just went blank for like four months and I didn't talk about IVF. I didn't talk about trying to have children. I just went blank. But you know, I heard about this clinic and I told my husband, he was like, let's just give it one last try. I said, it won't work. We've tried multiple times. It's not working. At, at that point, I'd lost hope. I'd lost faith. I'd lost, as in there was no fighting power in me anymore. I was just like, whatever, you know. So, but surprisingly, it was just my husband's faith that saw us through that particular circle. And as God will have it, that was a circle that gave me my children, mm. you know. So when I had them, I just told God that, it's, it's, it's okay to, to feel down sometimes. It's okay to lose hope, but you have to pick it back. You have to know that this is God's plan concerning you. This is his will concerning you. You know, he will make everything beautiful. I know some people have already accepted the fact that, oh, I don't have children. It's okay. Me, I told God, I said, hey, I know some people will say, oh, um, Sarah waited for so long. You can wait. I said, yes. I love that part of the Bible. Trust me. But I also know that God can also give it to me and give it to me now. He's giving it to other people, so he can also give it to me now. So I told mm. God, I don't want to wait for 20 years, please. I don't want to wait for even 10 years. Why do I need to wait? Yes, I know you will do it at your own time. Please, can this time come a bit faster? But in all, God still did it at his own time because I didn't achieve pregnancy then. It came after five years, but I was trying mm. and I was taking every step I could take. So what I would say is I, I wanted my children and maybe, thankfully for me, maybe the resources were there. You can say that mm -hmm. to try multiple times, you know, the resources were there. But I also know people who have the resources, but who are not willing to do that. I would say mm -hmm. IVF is better than doing baby factory. I would say mm -hmm. that because it's your own children and you're not deceiving any young girl to go and do anything illegal, you know. So it's still better to go the route of IVF than to go through you know, all these other things that people do, you know, so I would encourage people that instead of doing that, please try IVF, you know, so you don't have issues of all of that in the future. Mm -hmm. mm. So how old were you when you got married? I was 26. Okay, so how old are you now? I'm in my mid-30s. I'm about 35. Awesome. I'm clapping here. Thank <laughs> That's you. Thank you so much. And you're done. Are you, are you yes, going to I'm go? No, oh. no, 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 no. My home is filled up. <laughs> I'm <laughs> done. Happy to hear that. Thank you well, very much. It's okay, really, sorry. Let, really... let me, let me okay. add something. Okay, now, yeah. there are some people that when you get pregnant, you might discover that you have an incompetent cervix. Like your you start having maybe miscarriages. Some people are okay. getting pregnant on their own, but they lose the pregnancy at some point. Yeah. Um, yes. So you can do is is a surgical cerclage. It's called a cerclage where they stitch your cervix closed. So it helps, you know. And if you're if you find out you're carrying twins, because the pressure is going to be much. You could. I did it just for prevention. I didn't have issues, but I did that. So we'll, okay. I always like to mention it to people. So because it's more painful when you get pregnant and it goes, you know, so you can mm -hmm. discuss with your doctors about all of this. So peradventure, if you get pregnant, do they think you should use, do a cyclage? If they say yes, you could do it. It's nothing. They just teach your cervix. So you don't just sit down and one day you just see the baby coming out, you know, and all of that. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I just wanted to mention that too. Okay. Thank you so much. One last question. Um, you made reference to some books which you read. Um, do you have uh, maybe names of those books for people that want to go for research? You know, do you have okay. names or website addresses that you might want to share now? Okay. For the books, it was Bridge Clinic that gave us like a lot of then they give a lot of a lot of like um pamphlets they give you then i don't know if they still do it now because then ivf a lot of people were still not it was still hush hush you know so yeah. but for the website i just google on on the internet ivf procedure mm -hmm. and trust me once you google that you will see a thousand and one um results 
you could you, you could see people's IVF journey. A lot of this um, white people are documenting it. So you you they, so people even record where they take the injections. So you can even watch people see how they do it. You know, so that would keep you going. Then you could even see where they are transferring the um, egg back into the woman's uterus. Okay. You know, they have all of that on YouTube. Just Google IVF procedure. You would see mm-hmm. a lot of results. A lot of people are talking about it. A lot of people are like documenting their journey, you know. So mm-hmm. don't be shy. Just Google it. You read, read, read. You, you will even get tired. You'll see a lot of it. But for the books, then it was Bridge Clinic. So they just give us a lot of things to read then. But I Googled a lot and I followed, I can't remember their names, unfortunately. But when you Google, you see a lot of these um, foreigners where they've documented their IVF journey, their IVF stories. So you can read with them. Some, will, you, some of them might be actively doing it. So you go through the whole thing with them. They tell you the emotional. It's just to help with your, to keep you in check. So you know you're not alone. You're not the only mm-hmm. one going through that journey. There are 1,001 people all over the world actually doing the same thing. So you can actually do that. Then I would also say that sometimes you would expect a bit of hand-holding from your doctors and you may not get it because they are also like a lot of client and patients are talking on them. They might not be able to give you all the support you want. They might not be able to give you all the support you want. So just try and do that. What I say is, hi guys, I'll talk to you later. Just try and also get people um, you can talk to now. I'm happy you have this platform. So I would say get somebody you can talk to while on the journey. It helps. You know, if you have somebody who is understanding, who can at least just listen, just listen to you, just encourage you because there are some times you'll be like, you know what, I'm done. I'm not doing again. So but if you have somebody you can talk to, somebody who can encourage you, who can pray with you, then it's really important. So mm. I always tell people find somebody, it doesn't need to be a relative, you know, but just look around. And then before you discuss it with friends, also be careful who you pick with. So somebody doesn't go and start making mockery of you out there so pick carefully because that could also be like a a discouraging factor in the whole Mm. journey i can talk about it today because okay now i'm successful and all of that but in in the beginning it wasn't this easy for me also because Mm. of course you know the nigerian society people don't want to hear you talk about ivf but but Mm. a lot of people are doing it you know some people get married six months later they go straight in for ivf and you would never know that they actually did IVF because you didn't see them waiting, you know. But whatever it is, mm. talk to the right people, get the right kind of support. It will help you through the journey. It's very important mm-hmm. because it could be a very lonely journey, like nobody else understands what you're going through. You know, you go to the doctors and they tell you, oh, your, your follicles are not responding to the drugs. Oh, my have to counsel. Oh, this is not going well. And you could really be heartbroken. But if you have that level of, like I had my husband, he was basically the only person I could talk to. Then I had a friend who was a medical doctor. So even though I didn't share so much with them, I could at least call like, and you know, just once or twice ask some questions. So I would say your spouse, and if you're lucky enough to have one or two really good friends, then it's easier for you also. Okay. All right, thank you so much. Um, we've come to the end, but before we go, we would like you to just pray okay. for every listener, particularly those that are waiting. Just okay. pray as, as you have been led, yes. In Jesus' name. Amen. Everlasting Father, Lord, I just want to say thank you. Father, thank you for giving me an opportunity to share this journey with a thousand and one people who are going to be listening. Father, I ask, O Lord, that even as they listen, Lord, you will open their hearts. You will open their hearts, Lord, to be able to go through this route if the need be. 
Father, mm. and even for those who need financial support, Lord, I ask, Lord, that you help them. I mm. ask, Lord, that you bring a breakthrough for them. And mm. Father, for everyone who will go through this journey, it's a journey that you have made. I ask, oh Lord, that Father, you help, oh God, and bring this fruitfulness to pass in Jesus' name. Father, mm. I ask, oh Lord, that Father, this journey will be fruitful. Father, I ask, mm. oh Lord, that you will bless their homes with babies. Father, you will mm. give them a reason to laugh. Father, mm. you will give them the joy that I experienced, Lord. Father, mm. bless their cup and let it run over, oh God. Mm. Father, bless them with their heart desires, oh God. Mm. Father, they have waited and Father, you have answered. And I know, mm. oh God, that if they take this step, whatever it be, Lord, Father, you will bring it to pass. Father, I ask, mm. oh Lord, that you wipe away the tears from their eyes, oh God. Father, mm. I ask, oh Lord, that you comfort them, oh God. Father, give mm. them their babies, oh God. Father, help mm. them to laugh like I am laughing, oh God. For as many mm. that desire one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, Father, bless them with their desires, oh God. Male and female, bless them, oh God. Father, I ask this day, oh Lord, that your journey will be smooth. There will be no complications, Lord. They will get pregnant and they will deliver like the Hebrew women, oh God. They will not cast their young, oh Lord. Father, they and their children will live to testify of your goodness, oh God. Mother and life, babies are life, oh God. Father, the devil will fight, but Father, you will raise a standard against them, oh God. Father, I pray and I ask, oh Lord, that even as you did it for me, you will do it for so many others in Jesus' name, oh God. Father, I pray, oh God, that we will be fruitful and we will multiply, oh God. Father, none shall be barren amongst us, oh God. None shall lack what you have given freely to us, oh God. And even all those that will need medical and intervention, oh God, you will direct them to the right hospitals, oh God. You will direct them to the right clinics, oh God. Father, the doctors will be used by you, oh God. Their hands will be anointed because you have blessed them, oh God. Father, because your children are walking into those hospitals, oh God everything from the nurses to the doctors will work in their favor, oh God. There will be no mistakes whatsoever, oh God. Their uterus will be ready to carry their children, oh God. The uterus will respond, oh God. Father, their body will respond to the treatments, oh God. Father, because you are God, you will bring it to pass, oh God. For those who desire twins, oh God, you will give it to them, oh God. Father, for those who desire multiples, you will bless them abundantly, oh Lord. Oh Lord, I thank you because at the end of the day, only you will receive all the glory, O oh Lord. The doctors will do what they know, but you alone are supreme, O oh God. You will conclude and you will bring it to pass. Lord, I know mm. that you have done it. I pray and I trust and I put my faith in you, O oh God. And I know that you have done it for so many others, so you will do for them. Thank you, everlasting mm. Father. Thank you because mm. I know that it is settled. Thank you because we have peace in our hearts and in our home. And for every mm. home that is troubled because of childlessness, oh God, Father, you will go into that home and you will bring peace. Mm. Father, you will turn things around. Father, for every mm. unsupportive spouse, Father, you will turn their hearts around. And Father, at mm. the end, you will take the glory. In mm. Jesus' matchless name we have prayed. Amen and amen. amen. Thank you so much, Mrs. Didi. It's Thank been so great much. talking to you. I pray God blesses you. And amen. then for the Lord's covering will be upon them. Amen. They will lifespan and they will all amen. fulfill the destiny upon the earth. The amen. Lord will and the Lord will continue amen. to home in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I don't Thank know. You. Would you mind? Do you have a Facebook page that you might want to share? Do you mind just sharing something so that anyone that wants to follow you, I don't, I don't want you to start to ask your phone I'm, number. I'm actually, I'm actually not on Facebook. Okay, I'm not, not on Facebook, yeah. but I would still prefer to be a bit private. Private. But if, oh, yes, but if the need be. If it's completely necessary that someone needs yeah. to talk to me, why I'm private yeah. is because I'm sure you understand. I've not yeah. told this journey yes. to everybody. Not everybody knows yeah. I did. But if it's I completely know. necessary that someone needs to talk to me, 
you can contact yeah. me through you know how you got me <laughs> yeah. so that yeah. I, I will i can i can help at that point you know but okay. i'll still love a bit of discretion okay so it's fine it's fine so anyone who wants to contact mrs didi she just contact me and then i'll know the reason why you want to contact her and then i'll make the connection so Thank god you. bless you so much bless you too much Thank okay you. then bye bye